Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. post song hello 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 are you out there what song ooh, ooh, poe honey you're the only one do you remember poe poe is a late 90s alternative goddess she did that song hey Pro- um she did song angry johnny this is this is jezebel and hell or isabel isabel and hell you know that song i don't johnny angry johnny this is no I'm turning into Angry Johnny right now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Wait, you, it's weird that you don't know that because it was a huge song in the 90s. I don't know, babe. It was like around the same time as like Tracy Bonham. Mother, mother. Okay. Are you out there? I like that song. Um, anyway, Poe, it's actually interesting. Poe is like famous for a second. Then her record contract got sold to an oil baron. <laughs> Who held her hostage so then for she was done. 12 years and she couldn't release new music by like a eventual oil, oil baron. This is not a joke. You oh can Google God. it. So she, po, Justice po, for Poe. Poe was silenced. It's so weird. Imagine having a record deal and not releasing records. Sky, are you <laughs> out there? Like so many women, female artists, I feel like. Kesha. Well, I'm on Scott. I'm on Scott. Well, Kesha, had, you know, had her reasons. She didn't yeah. want to work with the man who assaulted her. No, I and, know, but that's similar. Yeah. Yeah. It's a parallel line of being yeah, yeah held hostage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you mansplaining record deals to <laughs> Speaking of Skywatch, she's in London right now. Cool. Running away from good choices. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like she has a new boil on her face. <laughs> it's really good things are sky. Things are uh the sky is raining. Yeah. <laughs> The sky looks cloudy. The sky is falling. Yeah, sky, sky cast. That's mm-hmm. what you. I'm trying to start thinking of the perfect section name for the sky for our section of our podcast. Sky cast. Sky cast. Sky watch. I don't know. Sky mall. Sky mall. But that's not really what it is. You know what I mean? What? Nothing. What are you saying? You're shutting down. I am shutting down. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Wake up. Wake up. Wake up, babe. I've had a really long day. I've had to be like on all day. Oh. I'm sorry. Because, babe, what time did you wake up this morning? I woke up at 7, you fool. Cool. I woke up at 6. I don't care. It's not a I went and worked out. I so did came I. home. I went to a meeting. Same. An hour and a half long. Came home I again. finished a movie today. Me and Jonathan finished our future today. Cool. So I woke up, worked on my future, went straight to a meeting, worked out. I mean, I did a lot of things today. I finished a movie today. Any? Tell someone who cares. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no one will. Trust me. 
<laughs> I can guarantee you that. No one will care. They'll um, be like, this is trash. Straight to, straight to the garbage. Um, so, yeah. What? I don't know. So, what? So, okay. Time to be on again. I love it. No, I'm actually loving this. Seeing, because I have gone to the podcast not feeling totally on and you have trolled me so hard for it. So I actually kind of love that the tables have turned. Do you want to talk about the men that triggered you today? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> There's a vagrant who's terrorizing West Hollywood, specifically really? the Beverly Grove area. Yeah. Have you seen him before? No, I've seen him actually. He last week was wearing a bathrobe and hanging no. out in an alley, just like screaming. He was like by the Starbucks that we go to. Are you sure that wasn't me? <laughs> <laughs> Like screaming, like shading people for getting Starbucks coffee. Yeah, being like, make better choices. You're like, blue bottles around the corner. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> Jake Dillon was screaming about like Mojo being closed. Yeah. I'm um, no, so that. I saw this guy. I think it's the same guy. It's like, I'm like, how many skinny white guys with a solitary dreadlock are there? But yeah. more than you think, probably. Yeah. So I saw him last week screaming and running around in alleys. And I was like, wow, this guy's like so terrifying. Like, right. I hope I never see him again. <laughs> and then smash cut to he's just like around now. Like he's in I've the vortex. I've never seen him. Well, babe, you don't walk anywhere. Yeah, I don't Uber. walk anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't like interact with the no. street. Mm-mm. So... I go work out this morning and as I'm walking back from my workout class, like just like drenched in sweat, it's like all these like sweet little school children are going to like the high school nearby. And then this guy skates by me and screams at me. He's like, fucking rude of you to wear tight pants around the school children or something. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh my God, it's that like mentally ill, like bathrobe man. Like, right. Anyways. And then... (laughs) I was like, well, I hope I don't have to interface with him again. And then I hear someone skateboarding up behind. Like, I hear his skateboard approaching me. And then he leaned down and whispered in my ear and pinched my ass What did he whisper in your ear? He was like, if you asked for it. Oh, my God. That's bad. Yeah. And I just go, I was like, get the fuck away from me. And then I, like, walked home. And then I was going to post on next door about it. But I was busy because I had meetings. And then... (laughs) I was in an Uber. Curb your assault for later. Well, yeah, I was just like, okay, what's more important? <laughs> no, like getting ready, like trying to get a job or like. Yeah, posting a next door. Posting about. Ne- yeah. Uh, so I co- I'm on the way back from home from my last meeting of the day and I'm checking my. Ne- I'm checking the next door feed and a woman reported that he assaulted her <gasps> a- an hour after he got me. Are you kidding me? This yeah, he hit up. her in the he back. Hit her? He hit her Dude, and then I'm sorry, this needs to ran like... after her with his skateboard like he was gonna smash her with his skateboard. What and the then fuck? some people intervened. And then a lot I read through all the comments and people like he's been at this for months. He and needs to go. No away. one has like he doesn't get in trouble. Like he gets like he just st- remains people have called the cops on him like he maybe goes to jail for a bit and then gets out and then well, takes that, to that's, the streets that's again. what it is though that's that's the system being broken because people like that do get arrested and they go out for like yeah they get locked up three days overcrowding get pushed out and then they're back to the old tricks but like what the fuck no, does it's anyone want to kill him for me because <gasps> i'm like down Honey. what oh. oh you're taking the straight man's side <laughs> no. you're uh, he's a skateboarder Mother, he's a skateboarder Mother, with a solitary bro. dread no it's horrible and he's like assaulting the women dread, the solitary dread alone is punishable he rode away and i was like shaken to my core what if he listens to this podcast he's gonna kill us both <laughs> 
He's like just a babe super fan. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, I don't think you. he's a babe super fan. <laughs> I think he's like a very dangerous individual and now has a skateboard. He didn't used to have a skateboard. He just has a bathroom. Take away his skateboard. That's what I'm saying. So he's not as mobile. So that was just like a trigger moment. I'm sorry, honey. Then I had a Starbucks barista try and like mansplain a French press to me. And that really set. I just was like, I can't win today. <laughs> I'm like, need to retreat back into the gaze because I just can't, like, every single straight man. But then you hung skateboard out Skateboard man might have been a crazy bisexual. I got that vibe from him. Really? <laughs> so no one's safe? No one's safe. No one's safe? I'm, should I try? I just like his See pants what he does were to me? loose. And See what he does like, to me and then get upset when he doesn't do anything? <laughs> I don't think he like, would do anything to you. Well, that's offensive. Why don't you go and walk the streets tomorrow between the hours of like 6.30 and 7.45? No! And just see what happens. See if you interface with solitary dread skateboard man. He's it's... not even deserving of a babe label because he's gone beyond. He's a bub. Well, it's interesting because most, in my experience, most um, mentally ill people are not combative. I mean, they'll, they say, they'll say crazy things, but... They don't actually attack. And I, do you know what I mean? Well, so it's interesting. No, that he, I don't. It, it, because well, no. I just watched this documentary on HBO called uh-huh. like a dangerous son. I think uh-huh. it's new. Uh-huh. And it's all about like mental, mentally ill young men and boys and like how the system <sighs> is totally failing them. Like there's no, there are no resources to like yeah. help these children and there's young no adults resources to help anyone except for rich people. Truly. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, so fucked up. And health- like, it truly is like I feel like women got pegged as like the people with like the most mental health problems and like women are crazy and they're just like crazy bitches. But or really, of color. or people of color, like no. Well, everyone knows. But like, look at the school shooters. They're all look no, at all know, the mass like, shooters. They're all straight white male. But all like, of them. like men in specific and like white men even more. It's like there's like a raging mental health I know. like epidemic happening. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. It's it's fucked up. And it's so fucked up and so bleak. Yeah. Well, my dad it was a social worker. That's what he did for a living. He retired a few years ago. So growing up, I got a front row seat to the to the fucked up mental health care system. Mm-hmm. Every day. Like my dad was fighting the good fight and like trying to get this, but it was really dispiriting. Yeah. I don't know how my dad did it. Well, I think he kind of can detach really well. <laughs> like Yeah, I think you have to be like kind of you just have to be able to compartmentalize everything. My dad is just like a huge problem solver. Like mm-hmm. he loves a project. I always joke to him. I'm like, should I like literally light my apartment on fire so that I can hang out with you for four weeks? Cause like literally like he, I lo- we're so close and he's amazing and lovely, but he, he needs like a task mm-hmm. to like justify hanging out. Like, yeah. He's not the kind of person that's like, let's just get lunch. Like he will, he but you have to be busy. He needs to be busy, busy, busy. So it's like, Literally, like, I can't, like, I'm getting a new air conditioner. This I can't wait to, like, call my dad and be like, can you get me an air conditioner? Because he'll literally just figure it out. Like, he he just needs projects mm-hmm. constantly. That's nice. No, it is nice. But it's also, I mean, literally, it's like, I'm literally, like, I'm about to throw myself down the stairs so that, like, you can, like, come. To- I mean, when I got hit by a car when I was 20, it was amazing. Because yeah. <laughs> he was so there. <laughs> my dad was honestly, like, Superman. He was super dad. He yeah. was there for me 140%. He, like, got everything done because that's literally what he does for a living is crisis management so he's good in a fucking crisis it's like that sandra bullock movie that no one saw our brand is crisis <laughs> that's literally my dad yeah so it he's good to have in a pinch 
much. And he's all, I'm like, all, I'm like also the opposite. Like I don't know how to problem solve like basic things. No. So, um, he's very important <laughs> to, have, to have in my life. You're a problem in my, child. In my corner. I'm a problem child. He's a problem solver. So we get along together really well. Um, by the way, there's a really, Oh my God. There's like a rip in my acne jeans. Oh what my God. Fuck? Oh, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> someone's going to have a breakout. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> no. Um, Jonathan straight up just asked me, he was like, can I have acne jeans for my birthday? Love. I know. But I was like, I was like, yes, but we can't go to Moza either. He wanted to go to Moza. Be the chain, be the jeans you wish to see in the world. No. And I, by the way, I love it. I'm like, that's fine. But I was like, I was like, bitch, we can't go to Moza, which is going to be more expensive than acne jeans mm-hmm. and acne jeans. Cause I'm not writing on a, like I'm not writing for network television this year. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not, the, it's not how it was last year. Last year we went to hotel. Oh, Bel-Air. That's a cutie gift. Yeah. I thought it was brazen from just ask. I liked it. But it was well, like, you guys have been together for long enough been, where it's I like know. you can just ask at this shit. point. It's better to ask no, because, like, ask. yeah, he yeah. should. Because, like, the expectation element of, like, birthday gifts and mm-hmm. gifts in general is, like, crushing to me. I'm getting personally. him the most delicious cake. Have you had this cake before? It's, a, it's from Porto's. And it's, no. it's milk and berries. Yum. So it's. It's tres leches with berries in the middle. Yum. I can't wait. I was, to eat you that. know what? I was just over that sweet lady Jane shit. Fucking over it. Sweet lady Jane move is over. The f- move We're on. Done. We're, We're done. done. Yeah, We're done. There's I nothing a, left to say. Yeah. There's literally nothing left to say. I'm so tired of everyone's like, fucking ain't no birthday. I tears left to cry. Yeah. I know. I love that song. Um, I'm giving it up. Wait. What's that? Yeah. I'm giving it up. Yeah, Sweet Lady Jane. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm it up. I'm, I'm, I'm it up. I'm over that fucking cake and it needs to stop showing up at every birthday party, everywhere I go. That cake Let is it a babe. Go. And it's yeah. Dead. Let go of it. Let go. Although I still Just love release it cake. like Old Rose in Titanic. Yeah. Get your last piece, take one bite, and then release it into the ocean. I don't think, like, I don't think it's even that good. I'm like, it's, it's not that good anymore. Kind of boring. I'm like, bland. I like Tres Leches. <laughs> You are a Trace Leches bitch now. I know. I love a Trace Leches. I love that. Yeah. Um. That's so fun. I probably won't get Jonathan anything. Well, that's fine. What but, do you want for your fucking birthday? Uh, what this, don't this I want? This month is expensive for me. This I, get, I get tapped out dry. Well, now I know that the budget is like an acne jeans level. Ew, that's a boyfriend <laughs> budget. <laughs> <laughs> I could take you out to a Mozart dinner. I think that's, you already did last year. Well, you don't want to do it again. I feel I felt actually bad last year making <gasps> you guys. Why don't I get you a massage again? From no, what I mean that want? was fine. I don't know. I don't even know. My birthday's coming up, and I truly don't know what I want for my birthday. I just uh, like am okay. happy to. I'm like I'm happy to not be like depressively like semi suicidal this year. So yeah, it's that's like insane. that's a gift in that's itself. A gift. Yeah, <laughs> but like. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, like I need to do something, but I don't know like what's cute or what's fun. I don't understand. Do you want like a dress or something? Do you want like a reformation dress? No. I'm kind yeah. of over reformation. Yeah, I know. Their stuff doesn't age well. Like no, it's it falls like apart. it's like a year. Not even that. It's just like But you need things. You need jeans, right? I need jeans. Well then let's go get you jeans. Okay. But not acne. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't want acne jeans. <laughs> what kind of jeans do you want? I want like a couple pairs of like vintage Levi's, I think. Oh, great. 
Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, just well, like, I need a couple pairs of jeans. Okay. That's what you need. I mean, you definitely need things. No, I need a lot. Or do you want like a skin serum? No, I'm good on skin. Well, that's the fucked up part too at skin is like you get something and then you get hooked on it and then you need to buy it. You're like, thanks a lot for giving me this expensive habit. No, I know. Like, I'm it's like not a gift. almost it's a out curse. of, I'm it's almost a out of the Natura Bisse products that What's my that? childhood friend Kate sent us that oh, I stole well, she, from you. Well, then why doesn't she just send you more? Well, maybe she will. I don't want to indict her. I'm like, Kate, if you're listening. Well, yeah, you are. You're like, no, literally, this is like a fully manipulative And like, I don't want to be like crazy yeah, and this ask is a her, fully but like, psycho if you want move. to send me more, I'll take them oh my god sure no, well yeah it's like, for a birthday yeah but and and if you want to donate to the patreon for, <laughs> for Lars's birthday, oh yeah if you want to just throw in like an extra or if you just want to venmo you, know you should do what you should have an amazon wish list i do you do mm-hmm. really does anyone buy from it no no <laughs> well do you fucking promote well, it no, i've never seen it before my life you're insane. It's like if a tree falls down in a goddamn forest, no one's around to hear it. Does anyone buy anything off from it? I don't understand. I know. I know. Why don't you just promote your Amazon wish list for your fucking birthday? Babe, you would have people. People would get you shit. That's what you need to do for your fucking birthday. You post, happy birthday to me. Here's my Amazon wish list. Go crazy. Okay. That's what you need to do. Can you do that? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that on the Babe Pockets um, Instagram. Okay. I'm going to DC tomorrow. Shoot a pilot for Vice. Um about disability and i'm super excited about it but also nervous like i'm going to be going to protests and stuff like that and um i feel i feel scared (laughs) i've never really gone to a protest before i'm not the most political girl (laughs) i'm not the best was when you came up to me and you were like some pro- thing happened and you were like well did you go to the protest today and i was like what are you talking about like you've never been to a protest in your fucking life i did life. i did go to a few protests i mean y- yeah but no i admit it it's my scarlet letter i'm not very political i'm not well politically active no i mean i i can sh- i contribute monthly to planned parenthood aclu like i do all of that stuff mm-hmm. i mean i contribute with money yeah but that's like politically inactive. Like it's like a way to contribute without getting off the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I, but money helps. It doesn't not help. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Anyway, the point is, is I'm going to these protests. This episode. What? <laughs> what? I don't think it's that bad. No, go I think, ahead. I think you get in such a weird be in the bonnet modes about episodes. I do. And you're like this is not good, and then it always is like, oh, this is actually good. But I'm like always afraid, like this is the episode that fails. I know, but it it hasn't, and we've done some real stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> we've done some. I mean, like like we're like we're like this is not possible, and then people are like, lol, love it, and we're like, <laughs> okay, great. Well, in my head, I'm like, this is the one. This is no. The one. I think this is actually not that bad. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. Readers, please tell us. Yeah, tell us this if this the episode. Is the episode you've ever heard? Is this the worst episode of Baby? Do you yet? wish Lara was more on? <laughs> Do you wish Ryan was more off? <laughs> <laughs> the answers to that are yes and yes. <laughs> yes and yes. Um, anyway, but I've, I know. I like, And it's so funny because I realize I've gotten so codependent on you and Jonathan where I'm like, just traveling to dc alone i've realized i haven't traveled alone in a while oh yeah that's true so weird because i used to travel alone all the time because i was just a single girl living her life and yeah you would always travel like back and forth yeah. from new york and shit yeah just by myself all the time and i'm like oh i don't think i've even flown by myself in a long a long time um which is fine i just hate flying yeah so much i like well you're just it. gonna take a xanax no i don't take things on planes oh i've never had a drink 
at an airport, I've never done anything. Like it's weird. It's like to me a Puritan. To me, drinking or taking something on a on a flight, it makes me feel out of control. And it, for some reason, like if the plane was something with it's so weird. I don't know. I just need to have my wits about me. It's okay. it doesn't make any sense. Let me, You're like you want to be fully conscious when a plane when crashes. Finger, yeah. I love it anyone thinking that they have control on an airplane no, it's ever. Like I finally just had to get to a point because I was always like a nervous flyer, but not like the kind of person that's like, oh, my God, I need to like dose myself or anything. It was just like I was stressed and like convinced that a plane was going to crash. Like it's not it's like why even medicate when I know my fate? You know what I mean? It's just like putting a Band-Aid on like a gaping wound. Right. So I just but I got to a point where like as a plane's taking off, I would just be like, okay, if we crash now, it'd be fine. If we crash now, it'd be fine. If we crash now, it'd be fine. If we, no, no, it's not fine anymore. And now if anything happens, I'm dead. There's nothing I can do about it. So I just got to like be Zen about it. I have this stupid thing where I feel like, um, like if we're in the last hour, we're fine. Even though that's historically false. Like most planes crash, like with landing, not taking off. No, that's, I think it's wrong. False. Yeah. I think mo- I don't more know. planes. I don't wanna, now I'm getting superstitious. Why are we crash. talking about plane crashes the day before I go on a fucking plane? But you're not. That's like the. That's reverse superstition because the plane now won't crash because we talked about it. Really? Yeah. Is that how it works truly? Hopefully. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's what if scary. your plane crashes tomorrow? Stop it. What oh, if I you get to... sucked out of the plane like that Ew. sad Southwest no, I don't lady? see that. That's actually upsetting. <laughs> Don't say that. This is giving me energy. Oh my god! <laughs> you come alive when I'm dead. No, no, that would be really sad. Yeah, it would be sad. But planes are whatever. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, yeah. um, let's talk about how um, when you basically tried to break and enter into our neighbor's apartment the other night. I thought that was weird. It was not because you actually encouraged it. No, I know. It was your idea in the first place. Yeah, we were both weird. I don't know what was. We come home. We came home from dinner and we see our neighbor's apartment lights are all on, but it looked empty in their apartment. And so I thought, I mean, there's a pretty high turnover rate in this building. There is. It's kind of weird because I'm like, are we, because I love it here and I think it's truly magic. Yeah. But I'm like, are we not getting it? Like well, everyone, we live in the good apartment. Oh, yeah. We, like li- we the, live in really good ones. Yeah. We two live story. In, yeah. A two story, like townhouse style. But there's a lot of apartments that are not a two story. It's yeah. just like a one little like railroad. Which moment. isn't the best. Yeah. Um. And so one of the neighbors that live in like not and then she gets apartments uh, their lights were on and i thought to my i thought they had moved out so i wanted to just see what their apartment looked like because i'm just always curious and whenever someone moves out i immediately a, go yeah. into like their empty apartment and i'm just like whoa i'm so glad i don't live here anyway yeah, totally. and like so we're coming home and then ryan ryan's like let's look in their apartment so we like walk up the stairs and then i kind of like just tried to enter but the door was locked so i knocked lightly which was kind of weird because like we're like wait we wouldn't want anyone if anyone was there we wouldn't want to see them so why did we knock i don't know i just (laughs) Just, i was like two glasses of wine deep so it just seemed like a knock opportunity opportunity knocks right and so then i was like okay well i guess it's like whatever they locked it up or whatever who cares anyways and we're going down the stairs and then both of the boyfriends that live in that apartment came out and they were like, hello, like, did you knock on <laughs> no, our door? And I Ryan hid. went and hid. I hid. He like immediately just like hid behind I, a tree. Yeah. And then I was just like, 
yeah i was like sorry um it looked like your apartment was empty so i thought maybe you moved out and i just wanted to look at it but that was my palace yeah i was like so that was my bad and anyways like ha like laugh i just started hysterically laughing because i was like what else is there to say what they said he just kind of laughed and then was like (laughs) okay and then we both went our separate ways. I feel like very like it's very loaded with me and the other gays in the apartment complex because like they're you refuse to introduce. Well, they're our age and and they're um, cute. They're super cute. They have a really TBD dog. Like oh, I feel I like know. it's a dangerous dog. I know, I know. But, but we always see each other. And we're like, hey, and like it's always like, hey, and like it's like gay person recognize gay person, mm-hmm. and then we just like can't. Like, I think we're just too far into the relationship now, where they should put in quotes. Why don't you just say, say it's because it's embarrassing at this. We've lived, we lived in the same building for two years. And for me to just be like, hey, my name is Ryan. Like, this feels weird, right? No, I think you could just be like, I'm Ryan, by the way. Like, I know we've seen each other back and forth for a while. But like, hey, now you know my name. What's your name? Yeah, you're right. And I, but I also worry about like opening the floodgates to neighbors. Because what if they are actually lame? And then you're like stuck with them because you've built this relationship. Well, A, you haven't built a relationship by just introducing yourself. Yeah. but And like, <laughs> you don't have to go any further. It's not like they're going to like come into and like, it's not like they're going to try and enter your apartment without your consent. Um, I don't think, I think you're overthinking it. Well, I secretly loved that you were getting shamed because 20, 20 minutes earlier, Laura said that. I needed to lose weight for a role. <laughs> Brian's going to play a 20 something. 26 years old. And he, I just said, I thought in my head that you were playing much younger. And so I just said, like, what are you going to do to look younger? And I said, <laughs> so are you going to it attacks age. It's like everyone's trigger point just wrapped up in a little bow. Look, maybe it was a callous remark, and I truly regret saying it. Because You're like, it caused- you should consider losing weight if you want to look young. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> literally, it was like, like that is like honestly such the most perfect sentence because it it just gets you at every angle I didn't it gets you at you're so old mean. and you're fat. So those are two things. Okay, but I don't think to. that you're old or fat. Yeah, but you don't think I'm young and thin. I don't think you're 24 years old, which is what I thought you were playing. I'm playing at 26, but also he could be anything. He could be 27, he could be 28. It's not a big deal. Okay, well, I just thought that it was like, I really thought that it, I thought it was like 22 to 24. No, that was And I just didn't think that you, I was like, you don't present as a 22 to 24. So we were having a larger conversation of like, you have some gray hairs. I was like, you're probably going to have to dye your hair. Yeah, which I'm like, whatever. And but that's not a big deal. I mean, that's yeah, just like, that's yeah. And then like be like freshly shaven. And then I was like, also like, I don't mean lose weight. I mean, you're like muscle tone. So lose muscle? Yeah. No, of course not. The Where, where I was coming from was like, Literally, you had posted a TBT picture of you on Monday to promote Babe. And that's when you were 24 and like living in New York and being your yeah. most babe. And the thing that you're acting in is very similar to that. So I thought, hey, the young, like that is how you achieve that look. <laughs> that, I know, but that logic is a fucking weird journey to go on. Okay. I'm just saying. I understand it, but it's weird. But also, I don't really care. I know I'm not like fat. I know you're not fat. I know. 
I'm just saying, I've never been told to lose weight for a role. Well, guess what? You've never been in a role. <laughs> roles. You've never had roles. Remember roles. when Britney Spears like released a statement that she like had a lot of roles, but she spelled it like dinner rolls? No. I remember that. It was like during her bad years. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. With something like da 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 like all my roles. Well, bless her heart. She's never been the most educated. Yeah. It's She's fine. not the sharpest tool in the pop star shed. Um, so I'm not a heartless gnawler. <laughs> it's just maybe some people can't handle my honesty. Oh, please. <laughs> what if I told you to lose weight for the role? I'd probably do it. I'm trying oh, to anyways. God. I mean, I would be like Well, uh, you have to be in a bathing suit for an entire episode. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not trying to like be a little porker. This is about the project we can't talk about because the deal isn't closed yet. And I truly am superstitious because it's a journey. It's a real journey. It's a journey. And the deal isn't closed, but once it does, we can tell you about it. Um Oh, I'm listening to podcasts now. Oh, what podcast do you love? I well, I'm, I'm actually not, but I listened to oh. one. I listened to one today at the gym. It was an old Michelle Collins episode. Uh, Michelle Collins had this podcast edit that out or a fresh batch or something like that. Mm-hmm. You were on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now she does the Sirius XM episode um, or episode, sorry, show. But anyway, I listened to the one with Drew Drogi because I love Drew Drogi and it was so fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, I could literally listen to Michelle narrate like the tale of two cities. Like I'm still all like she is just. Yeah. Truly, she is hysterical. She's just, I mean, I'm sad so that fun. I'm happy for her that she's on Sirius because that's amazing. But I'm sad for me because it's like, how do you, listen I don't to know Sirius? how to listen to that stuff. Yeah. Do you get a subscription? I don't understand. I think you have to subscribe. It just feels so complicated. It feels re- I mean, like you have to have a car. Done. We sh- No, you don't. You can probably listen to it on your phone. You guys, let us know how to listen to Sirius XM because we don't know how. But also, like, just give us a free Sirius subscription because we're like, serious. We're serious. <laughs> we're being serious right now. No, but really, no. Though, I like don't know what to do. I know, I, and I don't want to pay. I'm not going to pay. So yeah. Jerry O'Connell was her guest on her last episode, and I can't wait to listen to that one because I love Jerry. Mm-hmm. Jerry and I had a day together. <laughs> <laughs> We did. Did you? What did you do? He'd probably go on Babe. Yeah. Oh, yeah I was we should have that him too. on Babe. <gasps> well, I really wanted to have him on SUP because I think he's also a Vanderpump person. Is he really? I think so. He oh. like, liked one of the Vanderpump Rules cast members' photo. He liked Lala's photo. So I was like, he. I think he mm-hmm. must have been led here through Vanderpump Rules. Maybe. He's down to clown. He's a down. He is DTL. He's a Lawler. Down to Lal. Yeah. It yeah. was fun. I went out. I saw a movie with him. A movie. Oh, my God. I saw a play with him and Michelle and it was so funny because I've been, you know, I've been out with celebrities before. <laughs> no, I really actually haven't. But um, but he got recognized by everybody. It was wild. Yeah, he's very he's recognizable. Just he's just iconic because he's been around for so long. Stand by me. Yeah. And um, and like it's like we all grew up with him. Like yeah. being the, the like he's my cousin. Job. No, he's not. I I did I did make this one thought catalog post that was kind of like. People need to stop using me for Jerry O'Connell. Did Jerry O'Connell like it? I don't think he knows about it. <laughs> I'm like, and now I know what it feels like to be a Kennedy. I was like, people <laughs> being in this dynasty of a family. I remember reading that and it was before I really knew you. And I thought that it was kind Serious? of real. Yeah. I thought no. like it was, I was like, oh my God, he is his cousin. No. I was like, this is weird. No, I was like, and so this, this name, I'm saddled with this name and the expectation mm-hmm. it puts on me. 
I love Jerry though. We should totally have him on the podcast. Yeah. Um, anyway, but, uh, I love Michelle and I feel like, yeah. <laughs> Another brilliant story. You know what you're doing? You're doing this thing where you do where like you have it in your mind that this is the worst episode. So you're now you're like putting a curse on it and you're going to make it the worst episode. It is. That the is worst like, episode. that is your psychology though. That is like what you do. Yeah. I like to you burn like to stuff weird, to the ground. Like, yeah. You're like burning it to the ground, like willingly. Mm-hmm. And you're like, see, it's the worst episode. I'm like, yeah. Cause you're not speaking. You fool. Yeah, because I'm literally like You're tired. Time. I need just like chill time. I just feel like I've had to like interact with people in intense ways every day this week. Well, yeah. You also have like five different podcasts and you just have to talk all day long. Yeah, and I don't mind doing that. Do you ever get tired about talking about the people with Vanderpump rules? Because I feel like I'd be so tired of talking about them if I were you. Um I mean I can talk about it forever and I enjoy engaging with like new people about yeah. it and like it truly is like the tie that binds me and I love it but at the same time it's just like god if I have to fucking think about Jax Taylor one more time like right. I'm just going to like cut off my fucking hand like right and so I look forward to a day where I get to have like a bit of a break from talking mm-hmm. about them which obviously will happen that's like built into like the whole kind of conceit of the podcast right um but no i mean my lol energy always comes like i can always get it up for them like i don't find it challenging to like engage in conversation about them i have a hard time doing it like on a this truly the the thing is i've had to figure out like my best possible recording times for podcasts because Mm -hmm. i do so many is this it no this (laughs) is actually like a 5 p.m is is truly like literally i'd rather you, die because you basically you do now. historically like go down around this time i just am like this is my time when i like my brain shuts down a little bit yeah yeah and i and this is the time of day that i do not want to see or talk to a <laughs> single person you don't say yeah and then and like sometimes it's like usually i record in like afternoons or even like around noon or even pre-noon is kind of fine with me but like I hit like a 5 p.m. Like five to seven is a real challenge area. Well, just so the readers know, it's what time is it? It's literally six twenty something. Yeah, so we're in Laura's death zone. Yeah, we're like we're in Laura's sucking place. We're right in place. the death zone. You can hear it in my voice and in yeah. my attitude. And I apologize to the readers, but you know what? I guess I feel close to you because I'm being a monster. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um on a podcast i find i always found talking about those kids hard but we went to palm springs last weekend and Deanie and claire are pump heads and i love talking about it with them i could talk about it with them forever you found it hard to talk about them on a podcast yeah when we did like britney and jacks and stuff like that yeah but that was lol was that lol yeah those were hysterical that was the whole reason i was like we need to start a podcast of our own that we don't have to talk about these idiots i feel like that was like a nadir for me no it was really funny it was a good dynamic because you hated them i hated them and i I was just like i was just like lol and you had to do it to help me out (laughs) and so it was like created a funny dynamic yeah i was there like they were a hit Yeah, I also feel like we were the only people who watched that show. We were. It was like us and maybe like 10 other people. Yeah. Um, But I was talking about it with Dini and Claire. I could like talk to them for hours about it. But so I went on vacation with all women last weekend. And it kind of reminded me that I haven't done that in a while. Mm -hmm. Been around no gays and whatnot. And uh, it's so crazy because women know 
a lot about celebrity plastic surgery. Like yeah. You guys could all, you guys have your PhDs in like celebrity plastic surgery. And it was so funny. I remember at one point Claire was like, so you know about Terry Hatcher's nostrils? And everyone was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know about Terry Hatcher's nostrils, to be fair, <laughs> because she's just like not super on my radar. Right. But but it's like, it's like, it goes that deep where like, Everyone just kind of it's it's accepted that. Do the readers knows. know about Terry Hatcher's nostrils? I don't. What is going on with Terry Hatcher's nostrils? Nostrils. I don't understand. I guess like one was bigger than the other or something. But like, how does everyone know about this? And also, like, why are women? So, I didn't know. Uh, women are obsessed with knowing who's had what work done. To me, I don't give a shit. But I understand it as a well, woman. You don't I live in a world where yeah, it's expected of, of you course. to so like look a certain. I think way. that's maybe the obsession comes from like basically it's a way to examine the flaws of the women that you adore or something like that. Or like, or maybe it makes them human or maybe you, I think it humanizes because it's like when someone, when a celebrity gets plastic surgery, like let's take Kim Kardashian, for example, Okay, Kim Kardashian looks completely different than how she looked starting out on keeping up with the Kardashians or even when she came on people's radar as like a person that was hanging out with Paris Hilton. Now she literally is like, I see her and I'm like, wow, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Like she looks beyond, like beyond beautiful into another realm. But that's not like done through just like diet exercise and like good vibes. That's like Japanese eggplant too. Yeah. That's like, that is, she is like tweaked and carved herself into this like beautiful object almost right so it's like it's an object of fascination among women but yeah but it's like it helps to know because it's like she sells she sells the idea to women that if you just like hit the gym every day and like eat salads and like i feel like the kardashians like i think it's like known that their bodies are like made in a factory right i don't know they're not like they don't admit that they've gotten like liposuction oh they don't admit that they get like mommy makeovers like after they sell a narrative that's like we just like are working out like gotta hit the gym like i'm weighing in like blah 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 to detract from the fact that it's like like, they're getting like massive amounts of liposuction and having like abs carved into them which is a surgery you can get to make it look like you have like this like very specific kind of side ab so it's like it helps me at least like I like to pinpoint that because I'm like, okay, that helps me feel better because I'm, I, I get, I will some, I get really jealous of people's plastic surgery. Cause mm-hmm. like all, I would love nothing more than to have millions of dollars and then be able to just like carve myself into like the most beautiful, physically like perfect version of myself. But that's sad. That's a, I mean, why is that sad? I don't know because it's they're, they're these weirdly like fruitless pursuits. These ideal, I don't know. Like, do you think that's going to make you happy? Yeah, in some ways. Okay. I mean, I mean, it would trust me. Like, I'm down to get work done. Like, I'm not judgmental about that. Like, get Botox, do all that stuff. Like, my hairdresser got a facelift. I was so happy for her. She was really on the fence about it. Like, <laughs> I seriously, and I was like, "Girl, get it." Like, yes, like I, I support that. I'm not against it, but I think when it gets to like Kardashian levels, I think it gets creepy and like body dysmorphia and like weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what their level is. I think that for me, I think it would be fun. Like, I would have fun with it, and what it would, would be you have done. Oh my God, this I guess might be dark, but I don't care. Go ahead. Um, I would probably have like. 
I'm now saying like if I had like unlimited funds to do whatever I wanted and I'm looking at myself like just a clay, like a mound of clay. So I would have one of my toes is long, like my third toe is long. So I'd have that like shaved down and then get my feet plastic surgery so that they looked like perfectly symmetrical and like cute little feet, not like smaller in size. Your feet look good. But just. It's not about the feet looking good or not looking good. It's about me having money and being bored and wanting to get plastic surgery. Okay. This cool. is my fantasy world. Are you going to judge it? Or are you no. going to sit back and relax <laughs> and stop being a fuddy-duddy? Keep going. Thank you. Um, so I would get like that, those toes shaved down. <laughs> um, I would uh-huh. get like cellulite, like whatever suction thing you can do on your cellulite or like injections of like filler into cellulite or whatever. Just uh-huh. like I, that would be like a constant thing that I was always doing. Um, I would probably get like lipo to, co- to make my body look like like the perfect like S curve where it's mm-hmm. like your waist is really whittled and then your ass is really big. Mm-hmm. Um, and like get light my like love handles lipoed out and like cool sculpted and then like my pooch like lipoed and then just oh, yeah. have like a very like Kendall Jenner esque like body shape. I don't think I would really get ass injections because like I don't want like a huge ass, but maybe like a little lift and like a sure. little something. I would throw it in there. But like yeah. I'd want to just enhance like the shape and then streamline. And then probably get like arm liposuction. Arm? Yeah, just on like the flabs, like right here, like underneath, like the triceps. Uh-huh. This is me having no budget and no reins. Mm-hmm. Um, laser hair removal on my armpits and legs. Um, I'd get like the threading. You can do like threads in that like are implanted in your skin. They like pull things tight. So I'd like do that and like my neck and like do like a little like bit of a facelift thing, just like Uh lift and uh, like filler Botox. I'd get, I'd get veneers. Stop. Jesus. This is so fucked up. You asked, what? Am I supposed to be like nothing? I'm 100% body positive, strong women all the time. When I think about what I would get work done, I'd be like, okay, there'd be like two things I'd get done. There would be when I smile, I have these like weird skin flaps. I've had them for a long time where like it hangs. It's like, "Mm -mm." like this hangs. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is that? It's just loose skin. Loose skin, right? I mean, face. it's just you're losing, you lose elasticity yeah. in your skin and so you I, lose collagen. I literally time. smile and it's like, it's like, it, they're like rolls. Like literally. I never like, noticed that. Everyone yeah. has their thing. I notice it because in photos, people will all smile and people will be smiling and I will be the only one that has like fucking rolls of weird face fat. It's fucking crazy. So definitely. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. How would I get rid of that? How would I get rid of that? I could probably do that soon you can do that with like the thread stuff i heard from a source that gwyneth gets like all the threading stuff done 
Okay. And it, they just like, they put like a little barbed thread like in your skin or under your gullet or wherever, or wherever you want lift. And then they leave it in there and then it kind of just dissolves on its own over time. And then you're just left with like tightness. That's great. I would love to do that. But then, so then I always think about like my stomach cause it's like, well, like my face and my stomach are where I gain weight. But I always like, you know, you always want to do like cool scooping, whatever. but I feel like I would never do it because I know that I could just lose it. And I, cause I have lost it when I've been really thin. I've like had no stomach. Like, mm-hmm. So it's like, I'd feel like, okay, I would get that done. And the fat would just travel somewhere else. Like, I feel like I, that's a cheat. Like I would need to like, when I can just do it myself. Yeah. So I would get fat <laughs> transfers. I, I missed some parts. I would get a fat oh transfer my into my boobs because I would love to have like, a fuller cup not like huge boobs but i would like to have like boobs that flop a little bit that like move and are like full and like juicy it's so weird because like you are not like you're a girl who knows she's hot so i'm like confused but babe it's like this is the fantasy world of plastic surgery this but is the world we live in where literally know, every that's, single that's celebrity that you it. look at I feel like has people, plastic surgery and like no people, one is honest about it i feel like people are like People are forgetting how people are supposed to look like. Like, I feel that way about yeah. Drew Barrymore, which who I think I look at her and I'm like, whoa. Cause she, I mean, it's like she'll smile. So I have like the little folds sometimes. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, ooh, sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, she looks like she's 40. She mm-hmm. looks her age. I mean, she might get some work done, but she looks pretty normal, yeah. I would say. And then who else, what, what other celebrity is letting herself age naturally? There was one other person. There's like literally only two. Anyway, but it's like shocking. Like you see Drew Barrymore and you see her look kind of like Frumpty Dumpty and like look like a 42-year-old and you're like, <gasps> and you're like, no, no, that's like what a 42-year-old looks like. I mean, it really warps your perception of what it looks like, like what what age looks like, what a 42-year-old looks like. Yeah. I mean, the, it just is like, it gives me a sense of comfort because I, I look at all these women and I think like, wow, like they are so fucking beautiful. Like, how is this even possible? And like right. some women are born just like, genetically completely blessed and some people are just like naturally stunning but other people go through like glow up phases where it's like all of a sudden they're just like god forsakenly hot and you're like how did the fuck did this happen well what's and so is like i just like to know because it just makes me feel better it's like oh if i know that like they've gotten all this work done then it's like okay fine like they look beautiful but at least i know that it's not like natural yeah and and i just like i don't want to be sold a narrative of like i ate japanese eggplants and it changed my entire bone structure like i I want a narrative of like yeah i was unhappy with this so i got this it's amazing like here's like the recovery period was this and i feel like there's a becoming a little more transparency around plastic surgery britney britney talked about getting high kybella or whatever Mm -hmm. britney cartwright or whatever from (laughs) vanderpools what (laughs) i love that you classify her as a celebrity well no go on but i think it's great and then bethany reality stars tend to be way more honest about plastic surgery except for the kardashians yeah who like kylie jenner for example is someone who has created an entire new face and body for herself but only admits to the lip element of it because she could she literally like could not refute that claim right the proof was in the fucking pudding on yeah i know so it's like she copped to the lip but it's like literally she's had everything altered right and is just like not speaking to that and so I feel like women who see that, or especially young women who don't really know, are like, God, she's so beautiful and like so perfectly That's so curvy. Like, up. 
Yeah. Because I feel like people don't really care anymore. Like, like Bethany, my friend Bethany from Best Coast talks openly about getting like fillers done. And I think she looks incredible. Yeah. But fillers is one thing. Injections are one thing. Like most people cop to that. People aren't going to be honest about like, I guess some people are more honest about boob jobs, but like people aren't really honest about like lipo and like because there's so much crazy plastic surgery you can get like there's literally you can change anything that you ever want to change about yourself you can have surgery and it will change i would be so scared of going too far like i look like brandy glanville and i'm like oh my god that's what scares me especially with like the botox is like it truly is the second that i like i was like oh that like wrinkle that i don't like between my eyes is gone then i immediately was like oh my god i kind of have like wrinkles by my mouth like i would love to get and it's like it yeah. i'm sure it's it's just a chain reaction cuz there's always going to be something that you're not happy with and the thing i would get weirded out about is like i would never want to get to a place where it's like i think i look incredible but i actually look like fucking insane and i think I a know, lot of people, people that you it. see with crazy they they plastic surgery like a jocelyn wildenstein is like she thinks that she looks the best she's ever i looked. think brandy thinks she looks great and it's like honey I know. But I feel like you would take me aside and be like, uh, uh, yeah. excuse me? Taking you aside right now. Well, there's nothing to take aside because I don't have any money. Thank God. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> don't donate to the Patreon. I hate you. Don't, don't donate. I hate you. Don't, Rotten hail. Uh, Rotten hail. Rotten hail. I would take you aside too. I'm men have done. it. See, men have an advantage because they... People appreciate the way men age. I've definitely gotten, I completely agree. I've definitely gotten hotter as I've aged, without a doubt. And like, (laughs) when a man gets plastic surgery, it looks very unnatural. Yes. Because I think people are used to seeing a man age in a very specific way. Yes. And again, like, they don't get penalized for that. No. But like, I think on the top of my head about guys that like have very strange plastic surgery, like a Jeff Lewis or something. Oh, and I'm yeah. just like, Ooh, weird. yeah, it's just like a yeah. weird look, but no, it's just cause we're not used to it. That's it. Like, and it's just cause of the societal expectations are just so wildly different. I mean, men get older and they get distinguished and they age like fine wine and women don't. And that's, that, that's the cultural narrative that we've been fed from the day we were born. Yeah. But like also what's fascinating uh, I follow like, I follow this really good Instagram account called Celeb Face and it calls out celebrities for photoshopping all oh, their photos great. and it'll show you the like the original photo and then the photo they posted on their social media and then it'll do like a gif of like How do they know? How do they They just know. They fucking know. I don't know how they know. They just know. It's crazy. And then they do like a th- comparison. You'll see where people are like pulling their eyes up ever so it's like the tiniest tweaks that you would never even really know. Right. But, but they're they doing make, it and yeah. it's like that adds to kind of the problem. Yeah. It's like, well it's like I think Instagram social media not only does it add oh my to God. <laughs> it's the fucking body dysmorphia it yeah. just general life dysmorphia just general like people don't understand everything you see is it's so weird i don't understand there was people and we talked about this before there's this one person in particular where i'm like her whole life 
is like spawn con. It's so bizarre. And like, if you thought, if you just look at her Instagram, you're like, she's always traveling to like weird places and like eating brunch. Like, it's just like her life doesn't seem real. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like it's just one long brunch. Yeah. And it's like, like her posing in front of walls and like flying to New York and then flying to LA and then flying. It's just, that's not a life. That's not a real life. That's like a weird, like, I feel like with those, like Instagram people, it's like their life has just become one vacation of which they're getting paid for. But everyone knows that no matter what, like life is messy and it's hard and it's challenging and no one wants to share that. Yeah. So it just becomes a really bizarrely curated life that we know intellectually is not true, but I think emotionally, and I like I don't emotionally take that in. I, I, I look at those things and I always have one co- eyebrow cocked. I'm like, really, honey? Like, what is this? Like, this isn't real. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people do take it in and then they wonder why their life isn't just one long brunch or one long spawn con. Yeah. I mean, I, I went through like, I did like a big call a couple years ago where I was like, I'm going to unfollow everyone that makes me feel <gasps> bad about myself. I did that when I was drunk the other night. Yeah. I, I requandoed my Instagram feed. Yeah. It was amazing. Also, like I unfollowed a lot of people and then people, I was like, why do I follow this person? What the fuck? Who is this person? Like, why am I following them? I was like, if looking at this person's, thing makes me feel bad or insecure about myself i'm unfollowing like i'm not gonna do it even though it's like i desperately want to be like up to date with like bella Mm. hadid's like fashion choices it's like at the end of the day i can't fuck with it and so it's like goodbye is that why you unfollowed me (laughs) (laughs) you were the first to go i was the first to go i was like you feel bad but yeah i mean it's like it's just weird. Yeah. And it's, and it, I think also it contributes to like mental health problems. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, who said it's this really to me? strange when who you're said this to me the other day, someone said to me, fuck, I'm going to, I can't, I'm not going to attribute this to the right person. Someone said to me that they are going to find out in later years that this phone and technology was bad for us the way that smoking was bad for us in the fifties. Mm-hmm. You know, people like smoked and they thought it was cool and they're like, Oh no, it like causes cancer. And then people are like, Oh, just kidding. Mm-hmm. They were like, they were like in 50 years, people were gonna be like, Oh, remember when we thought it was be a good idea to do the phone, blah, blah, blah. We realized actually that's really bad for people. And now we don't, can't have that. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's actually going to happen because it just makes too much money. But I think that like the examination of, how this has affected us in our brains in our chemistry we obviously aren't there yet because it's happening in real time it's right now mm-hmm. but i think like with distance and it, people are gonna be like oh shit this like actually isn't great for people whoever said that good job i'm sorry <laughs> yeah that's for, interesting sorry i forget who said that identify yourself yeah wise person fuck um my habits lately with Instagram, like I'm not on it as much, like trying to be like consciously not on it as much just because it's like it has fucked with me in the past. Yeah. But like when I go into like Instagram K-holes, it's always I'm always like looking at female friend groups and like wishing I was a part of that friend group. I feel that way about and we've talked about this isn't the boat gaze because we've, mm-hmm. we've already talked about that. Yeah, we got invited on the boat. We're, we're not go- gone. We're going. We've not we gone yet. Go. We definitely are going to okay. go. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to the boat gaze. We'll see you soon. But <laughs> <laughs> love but, and light. Miss you. But there is this group of gay guys and in L.A. And here's the deal. I don't even like, I would say, 90% of them. Uh, I think they're insufferable. I think that... 
they're not emotional or vulnerable. So we wouldn't be good matches as friends because I need to be able to go there. Mm-hmm. I need, like we've talked about this before. Like I need equal laws and equal like going there. Emo- like I just need, yeah. I need versatility is mm-hmm. what I need. You know what I mean? If someone's an emotional mess, but no lols, forget it. You're gone. If they're just all lols and no depth, I'm out of here. Yeah. So these people's personalities, they don't gel with mine. They're, they're not very emotional, but it makes me have homo FOMO. And it's like, I don't even like them that much. Why do I feel homo FOMO? I don't, I don't know. I, I think the idea, I think that the, I think that the image of a big gay tribe has always appealed to me. And even though I have so many amazing gay friends now and, you know, Provincetown was all gay men plus you. Um, it's weird. It's like, it's never enough. Mm-hmm. It's like never enough. And I think it's just me. I think it's my issues of never feeling completely at ease and accepted in the gay community, even though I know everyone feels that way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just stupid. And it's like weird. I'm like coveting this friend group when I know all of them and I don't like a lot of them. And yeah. so I like, but it's, but it's still, I see the pictures and I see them when they go on trips together and I'm like, Oh, I wish I was there, but I don't wish I was there. It's so weird. For me, it's like I see these like groups of like fun, flirty girls hang out. Girls also have such an extensive knowledge of like Instagram people that I don't, I don't, I've never heard of these people in my life, but they're like, they occupy their own space. I think it's fascinating. And like every woman knows who she is, but I don't know who she is. Yeah. But it's like cool, like just like cool, chic LA girls that are like always having fun and like, and not, and it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I've ever had like a tight group of girlfriends. No, that, you like, never have. All like we all hang out and like all do stuff together. Right. Like, I have very close female friends, like kind of one offs and like solitaries, and like sometimes we'll get together. But like, I have not. It's been so long since you I've need, had. Like, I like the thing is like you need to like be friends with like more like writer performer girls like girls that you can collaborate with and like be you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like be a part of that community more like i just have always had and i think it's like growing up just with like my models uh like my female role models were like not the best and mm -hmm. so growing up like and having like not great female role models created like a distrust towards women and then I don't know, just feeling safer, like around gay men, like that played yeah. into it. But then now it's like when we were on vacation with like our Claire and Dini, I was like so happy to feel like I Good. was like part of a group of girls. Like I yeah, was like, I, 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 need, like that too. I just like want to be accepted by like a group of women. Yeah. And it's like, it's such like a well, need it's like- that I have right now. And it's scary because it's like, okay, well, we're getting to the age where like lots of women my age are like married or have kids you know what i mean like girls we know well i feel like women in the world yeah they are not women in our world though yeah but i'm like some are and most but it's like i really have like undervalued that aspect of life for so long like i've just haven't really thought about it and really like it's like i like I want to feel like accepted and welcomed into a group of women, women. And I think I have like this weird fear, underlying fear. That, You're a little like, distant. Women don't like me or like, 
I, they don't but, like accept But women me. probably feel the same way about you. That's the thing. Yeah. And that's like a tale as old as time. It's I mean, like, it's probably just like, like a projection. Your guard is up because you fear being rejected by them. They, they, because your guard is up, they fear that you don't like them. So it's just a vicious cycle of just no communication. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sounds corny, but it's like, if you guys all just got together and like lolled, it'd be amazing. There was this one cheesy thing. I think it's like, I really have a fear that like, if I reach out to like, a cool woman that I find like aspirational. I think we would like lol and live, laugh, love together that they're just going to think I'm like such a loser. No. And that's, and they're going to be like, what a a desperate, but a lot of women I think are intimidated by you. I honestly believe that. I think that they just think that like you present like you're tall, you're beautiful, you're hilarious. And like you, but you, and you do kind of give off like an alpha vibe and (laughs) the high T, the high T, the high T strikes again. And you know what? I, I I've actually th- stopped taking my testosterone medicine. Just a side note, because oh, I and that right. might be why I'm like aggro today. Yeah. Well. Well, we'll maybe. think about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Could be a variety of things. Um, go on. But so I, I honestly think. Yeah, I think I think women. I mean, everyone's feeling the same thing. That's what you have to understand. Every, and that is what I'm understanding thing. is that like everyone just wants to be accepted yes. and loved. But it's like I just like yeah, I just like have such an urge to be like part of a group of women yeah because i can't imagine it's like how i i mean look i say i want to be involved in that gay friend group the reality is i have a lot of good great gay friends and i feel very satiated in that department um but before like like you not having a good group of girlfriends i can't imagine it's like me not having a good group of gay friends it's like you need those people that are you i mean that's just like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like it's so essential to your identity and um I mean, I remember when I had no gay friends in uh, New York, well, it'd be, it would be pathetic. I would like cobble them together, like pathetically. I'd have like five gay friends who like I sort of all knew and like, but none of them knew each other. And I'd be like, let's all go out and do the gay bars. And they'd all be like, okay. So it'd just be like this ragtag team of like random homos who didn't know each other. And then we'd all go out and I was like trying to make it into like our queer cheers moment. And everyone was just like, we don't we don't know each other yeah <laughs> like and i'd be like let's connect let's all be gays <laughs> like come on girl yeah like rupaul's drag race yeah, yeah. and then they would be like i literally i gotta go home i don't know <laughs> i don't know these people like literally like it was so sad i was so desperado for like gay camaraderie that i just literally outsourced it to like various areas of my life where i'm like oh i know this guy sam from like my english class okay oh my god that just reminds me i emailed sam last week because i had not talked to him in like four years and i was like hey sam just thought about you hope you're well no response (laughs) (laughs) maybe he's not well oh my god ow that sucks anyway um oh i loved sam yeah i had such a huge crush on him okay so (laughs) (laughs) sorry but i digress uh but no so i like and i said but now i've grown so much and i have that whole you know but it's but it's hard you do need that you really do need that i think you need to be around girls who are doing the same thing as you because i really think like i think about like comedy clicks like and mm-hmm. i'm like i get it because they're all doing the same thing and they all lift each other up they all give each other jobs like you know what i mean yeah and it's like it's good to be a part of a scene well obviously it's good to be part of a scene but i just i just have an irrational fear that like none of them like me it's, it's like not, fucking yeah, it's weird irrational. i don't know it's like doesn't make sense like but i feel like an idiot saying way. it but like i truly am like oh like i'm the one that they actually like don't like and they think i'm like a freak or like a weirdo no. or like don't want me around or just like don't like me well 
if you're a girl <laughs> and you're not crazy, Laura's <laughs> that's open, rude. Laura's open for business. <laughs> well, no, I mean that's not gendered. It's like if anyone's not like if you're a boy, not whatever. Yeah, you know. Um, no crazy no babes allowed no babes allowed only babe exclamation yeah 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 i'm looking for and i love like my i love my the female friends that i have i love but it's like but it's more fractured yeah it's It's just separated it's it's separated that sometimes we all end up together at the same place in the same time and it's wonderful and great but it's like just like a group i need like to i need a group of women to adopt me yeah and like bring you into the fold and i will provide laws and i won't I'm I'll be open and not distant. Yeah, you need to be open. How am do, I not open? You have your guard up a little bit. Just do. Well, I've been hurt. <laughs> <laughs> not by women, by men. By both, uh, but Well, we've all been hurt. We've all been hurt. It's so, time to fucking heal and get heal over it. And get yeah. over it and heal together. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was so scared of gay men until i just became friends with them and found found ones that were my people Mm -hmm. that's the thing too i think that like when you are trying to find friends you're kind of just you don't really know yourself so you kind of find yourself falling into groups that don't make quite sense and then that becomes a larger issue of like well i guess i don't really relate to gay men you're like no no no, you just don't relate to these gay men yeah like there are always people that you can relate to you just have not found the right ones yet Mm -hmm. you know so should we title this episode "Laura Needs Friends"? Yeah, probably because I do. Oh, you do. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this episode's titled "Laura's a Fucking Loser." Gay men are really the only people that I've felt like one hundred percent accept you accepted by. Yeah, that it just like clicked and made sense and has been like such a welcoming community for me not to be like lisa vanderpump like i love the gay community but like truly i think back and i'm like the easiest i mean not that all of those relationships have been easy yeah definitely been burned by some some true babe gays but like for the most part they've been like such a healing presence yeah but women can be that way too. Trust me. Well, yeah, no, I know. And you know that. that. I know. But I'm just like ready to move into a new phase. Yeah. I mean, keep all my gay friends, but then also expand to like tons of female friends. You really? That's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. I just love women. I know. You're Maybe bisexual. that's why I think I'm bisexual because I just really desperately want to be friends with women, and I'm like displacing it. Oh, are you? Are you? questioning the authenticity of your own bisexuality I'm on the podcast? I'm not questioning the authenticity because I'm not trying to like commodify bisexuality for like f- to gain fans or attention. You're fucking rude and you're walking into murky waters coming no, from you No, I know, this. please. It's not. Honey, you, Honey, do- you need to I really you, pump accept, the brakes on the bisexuality trolls because... Oh my God, I accept it. We've talked about this so many times. I thought you said you didn't like eating out girls and then it turns out that i was another girl <laughs> did you ever identify who said that to you yeah oh good yeah wow it was you just kidding <laughs> <Fuck> off. <laughs> <laughs> no you know what i just remembered like a really traumatic event that happened to me when i was in middle school which was <laughs> what? i was like I was in the it was in gym and we were around it was like my grade and the grade of girls older than me and there were like a bunch of like really tall like beautiful girls in like the grade above mine Mm -hmm. and we were all like playing basketball or something like that and one of them like I like 
someone like accidentally pushed me into a friend of mine, this girl, Katie. And I was like, oh, and then I just hugged her and I was like, ah, God, I love you, Katie. And then one of the girls was like, you're a fucking lesbian. And I was like, (laughs) I'm not. And then they were like, you're a lesbian. Oh my God, you are a lesbian. And then they just started calling me a lesbian. I was like, I'm not a lesbian. And then they just like called me a lesbian. They told like everyone at school that I was a lesbian that I like had to defend myself from like being called a lesbian. And I was just like, what the fuck? And you still are. And then now I am kind of a lesbian, like bisexual feelings. And I, which have like been, it's been a journey to like, even admit that like oh i like women in that way but that's something that i definitely struggle with like feelings of maybe like a little bit of shame about Mm because i'm like oh is this gross or like will women not accept me because they think i'm just like a scary lesbian that just like wants to like eat them out i don't think anyone's thinking that me neither (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile anyways this really went off the rails so we're gonna try and get back on the rails you want to read some bait mail yeah Lauren Ryan, loyal reader. A, please keep my name anon. I have not really told this story to anyone but my husband. Oh, chic. Okay. B, is Palm Springs a date rate drug place? (gasps) What are you talking about? I went to Palm Springs for the first time in November, and I was beyond excited to go. I wanted to babe out, but not necessarily become a babe. So we and my husband were attending a foot golf tournament. This is a real thing for men in their 30s and older to play once they kind of are past their prime in their soccer years. That's hilarious. Babe? Foot golf sounds... I just have to take a moment. Like I almost like shit my pants. We need to honor that and then dispel it. Yeah, I please never say the word foot golf to me ever again. No, not safe. Like I That's going in the babe dictionary. No, I can't. Foot the golf is off limits, and if you say it to me, I'll call the police. There should be a word. There should crime. be a dictionary of you babe. You committed words. a babe crime. Yeah. If you say foot the babinary, we need like to- my stomach is like having problems now. <laughs> <laughs> the first night. He's at the welcoming banquet, but the plus ones weren't allowed. I shit you not. That's but ha- golf strikes again. This is the worst sport of all time. Wow. They couldn't afford to feed the non-players, <laughs> which is fine, but that left me to my own devices. I have a problem of going total babe when I'm excited, and I'm definitely excited about my night out on the town solo <laughs> style, which hasn't happened in years. We were staying at some hotel that was also a Mexican restaurant kind of in the middle of town. I walk to a bar. Oh my God, I know this hotel. I walk to a bar and start drinking alone, get a solid buzz, then decide to hop. I happen onto some live performer in a courtyard and take a seat to watch. I start taking shots by myself because I'm alone and no one can judge me. And some guy randomly walks up and asks if he can hang out with me. No. Usually I would say no, but I would really assumed he was an older gay zaddy and I thought he would be a good guide for my journey that night. Uh oh. Well, we head to the hard rock and he bought a round of drinks. And the last thing I remember is waking up to some guy that I thought had on a Supreme shirt and was talking to this guy and the older zaddy got mad at me and stormed out of the hotel. I wake up the next morning with absolutely zero recollection of anything that happened after that, but I'm in my hotel next to my husband who's incredibly mad at me. I guess he couldn't find me and I was on the side of the road just sitting there when he tracked my location on his phone. (gasps) I had obviously fallen because my knee was scraped up and I had chipped off my gel nail polish. Oh no. Sometimes I babe out and drink a lot and black out, but really those are mostly a brown out. I've never been that bad. Anyways, this is really my main experience at Palm Springs because I was too afraid to walk around town the next day and the day after that we went to Temecula. Have either of you had an experience like this in Palm Springs? I feel like sometimes I trust strangers too much and forget I'm a chick and bad things can happen to me. Great news. Haven't blacked out since then or gone on any solo missions. I don't know how I survived my 20s. 
Also, Lara, I didn't know you wrote the Bradley article about your stepmom. I remember the first time I read it. I actually read it from time to time because it's so well written. Thank you. Oh, XOXO, See what happens when she writes? Failure. failure. You're what? not a failure. This no, is not your fault. It's not your fucking fault. And it's insane that you feel like you can't live your babe truth without having fucking Marlon Randos go attack you. It's so fucked up. I mean, this is not an indictment on the drinking, but I just will say that yeah. like a solo shots journey is just concerning because... I just feel like maybe you can get a little drunker or you're starting off with a base level of drunkness that maybe you wouldn't be normally starting off at. And that's the only place where I like raise my eyebrows. But I don't think it sounds like you did not do the kind of shot drinking that would lead to like being found just muttering on the side of the road with your knee scraped and your gel polish off. And I really hate that this happened to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And unfortunately we live in a world where Palm Springs zaddies might not be everything. They not be seem. the gay dream that you thought they were. Yeah. And that's really scary. I've never, I don't think I don't, I've never been slipped like a date rape drink or a roofie. Yeah. I've just like roofied myself by drinking <laughs> too much. <laughs> this is the sad truth, but it doesn't happen anymore. That's so. right. <laughs> what? It's true. Except at the pump podcast at the, yeah, the pump meetup. Oh my god! Are you gonna do a meetup again? Yeah, I need to. I feel I feel like I've made a full recovery from the last one, and I know what to do and what not to do to get back to a place of lols and not a place of just like pure darkness blackout. Yeah, we could do a. Well, actually, we're we should do a babe meetup. Can I read something? Yeah. Uh, menstrual monster. Hi, lollers. Lara, I heard a recent episode of Babe in which you lamented about how you are a monster to those closest to you, (laughs) especially when writing that the Crimson Tide. I am writing to inform you that I, too, experienced the premenstrual Hulk out. Chloe Sevigny voice. (laughs) But more importantly, I'm ready to tell you that I think being terrible to those closest to you is a total Gemini thing. Uh, yeah. (laughs) As a fellow Gemini queen, May 30th also. (gasps) My birthday twin. I know. I'm quite pleasant to almost everyone I know, except those who know me well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. Yeah, that's so true. I'm good at acting like I'm well-adjusted to most people, but to my close friends, my mom and my husband know about my dark side. Uh, fortunately, I'm charming and delightful to them most of the time, and it appears they will take the bad to get the good, to get to the good. Anyway, if you want to read my chart and tell me about my moon and sun, I was born at 8.30 on May 30th, 1980. If you don't want to read my chart, enjoy having my birth information. Love and light. <laughs> Well, I can tell you your number, but I'm not an astrologer. But if you actually, I want to say I'm having a hard time because I joined this app called CoStar and it uh. like tell it breaks down like your entire astrology profile based on all your birth information, like date, time, location, etc. And then you can friend people on CoStar, but literally no one. And then when you friend someone and they accept your friend request, it will then tell you your compatibility and like your dynamic between that person and everyone no one i friended has friended me back uh, like no one's accepted my request so i'm just a lone star co-star so i need every star with you please readers join co-star and like hit me up and so we can see our compatibility even though we've maybe never met we can know if we lol together or null together i wonder what it says about us i know will you join no Fuck off. You never want to join anything fun. You're like my mom. My mom refuses to download any new apps. I don't like. She like won't download no an new app. apps. No new friends. Why no new are apps. you like that? I don't like the unknown. Get out of my phone. Why are you like, I literally will be like, Ryan, oh my God, will you download this app? And I, or he'll be like, I need to do something. I'm like, you can do that with this app. And he's like, mm, no. 
It's so triggering to me. I don't like new things. I'm an app queen. I literally have like a thousand apps on my phone. Okay, let's do her astrology. Or not astrology. Let's do her numerology. You're an eight. Oh my God. What's crazy is, so I, for any readers that are curious to get like a numerology moment from me, all you have to do is just like tweet me your birth date and I will give you a numerology. Like I'll tell you your number. But like, What's interesting is most of the people that have tweeted me or asked me are eights and fours. Oh. So many eights, and you're an eight. I'm an eight. Yeah. That's great. And I just find that to be very intriguing. It's eights and ones and fours. So hmm. Hmm, I'm a three. <laughs> Lone three. Anyways, I'm glad to know I'm not alone in being a monster. Oh, here's a follow-up from a Boston babe. From a Boston babe? Yeah. You'll remember him. Okay. Hi, y'all. I have a bit of an update. I wrote in a few weeks ago about my job that I couldn't stand and how my supervisor was proofreading my emails. You both gave me some great advice. Sometimes it is beneficial to stay at a job you don't like, etc. I had every intention to stick it out for a while, but plot twist. I quit. During that crappy time, I was offered a full-time position at the place I was working part-time. This new position would be paying me the same, if not more, than I was making at both jobs. It was too good of an offer not to take. I'm just confused with life, though. It is in the food service industry, and I have been working in this industry since I was 14, about 10 years, but it isn't what I went to grad school for. I'm working on turning around my babe moment and transition to rule my babe and transition to rule my babedom. My question is, how babe is it to go somewhere just for the money when it isn't necessarily in the field you want to work at forever? I'm justifying it by saying I'm just using it to figure out what I want to do with my life. I truly have no idea what I want to do. Any support in this confused time would be great. Well, honestly, if he doesn't know what he wants to do, what is giving up? (laughs) Yeah, you might as well just get money. You might as yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like if you, you know, if you're not, um, if your passion isn't like, you know, being a welder or whatever you, or like you, you know, if you don't know what you want, then how do you know what you're missing? Yeah. The only way, yeah, I, I really agree. And I think that the best way to figure out what you want is to just, what you don't want. Yeah. Get it, get the job, take the money for sure. Yeah. Save money and then use that time to figure out what it is you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would never, I, when I was in your position and I was like, just moved out to LA and like, thought i wanted to be like a producer slash like exec development executive i was like quickly realized i didn't want that and then worked in a a job that was true in sponsorship sales which was literally the furthest thing away from anything i ever saw myself doing in a job that i truly could not have given less of a shit about but it was also during that time that i helped create white girl problems and we all see where that got me Anyways, also get a lawyer. Um, <laughs> oh, for the eight person who wrote in and all eights are kind of like Ryan. They're like self-starters. They're hard workers. Money make, they can generate a lot of money. It's like a very can good spend skill. A lot of of, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's me. You certainly can. <laughs> Let's do one more. Okay. Wait, Ryan, it's real. What is that last one? Which go, one? Go back. Oh, bisexuality and the babe, Ryan, it's real. Oh, this is, well, you get a lot of emails like this. Oh my God. (laughs) 
wait, stop. I, Babe, I believe in bisexual. I feel like I've been unfairly maligned. I think you've unfairly maligned me, and now you're just getting your due. No, I'm just joking with Okay. You. Well, and, I take it as a joke. Yeah, I, but it when is. it c- continues on. Oh, God. You know what? I, I forgive you. I dig myself a bisexual grave. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't need to read this. <laughs> <laughs> Read this one. Okay. Dear Lara and Ryan, first of all, I need to tell you I'm an international reader. <gasps> That's right. I'm calling in from Sweden. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I, I love this, that. This calling. Uh, happy Ikea to you, too. Now, on to my big crisis. This Friday, I got a promotion at my job at record speed, just to brag. As anyone in their late 20s, I proceeded to get super drunk. The scariest manager of all my former managers brought me, bought me a shot with my new boss and all the other managers. At the end of the night, I met up with a colleague and a friend who went to my place to discuss our childhood trauma and, oh my god, and at 8 a.m. the following morning, still not having slept, we had sex. Which wouldn't be that, babe, if it weren't for the fact that I'm a major lesbian. Flannel shirts, short hair, baseball caps, only sleep with women, the whole shebang. I have slept with men before during my babe dot 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 days where getting blackout drunk and sleeping with men were my best ways to self-destruct. I didn't like it then, don't like it now, and still super fucking gay. My worry is that even though I know this is a babe thing to do, I don't feel that bad about it. I only intend on telling my best friend and no one else because I don't feel like getting into a huge discussion about still being a lesbian and having sex I didn't particularly enjoy, but still don't feel was assault. Am I going into major babedom without knowing? Is this a brewing crisis? Can I just ignore that this happened and go on with my gay little life? Help. P.S. Still don't get what's so great about the male physique. Oh, honey, I think if it isn't, if you are MBD about it, don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't turn it into a problem if it's not a problem. Like if this, if you consented to have sex with this person and it happened, just know that it happened. And like, if you don't feel weird about it, there's no problem. Yeah. You do not need to make something into nothing. Or wait, you don't need to make nothing out of something. Wait. No. I was at first like, yeah. And then I was like, no. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You get it. You get it. No, I think honestly, there are times when I have done something like shameful. And then the twist is is that I actually don't feel bad about it or don't feel like I don't spiral about it. And I have that feeling of like, oh my God, but I should be spiraling about it. But honestly, when that happens, take it as a gift from the, from the babe gods. Like yeah. you don't need to spiral out about every goddamn thing. I think being like, yeah, that happened. Let's move on is actually a very emotionally mature thing to do. You're just learning about yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, she knows herself. She just like, like, but the thing is like life doesn't move in a clean narrative. Like you kind of, I mean, you can have an experimental moment every once in a while. But it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so interested as to how the sex occurred though. Like how did it come to be? It sounds like they were just like emotional sluts. And then they were like the best way to wipe my tears as if you Honestly, I gotta get it. Reminds me of like Coke to be honest. It sounds cokey. Should we do one more? Let's do one more. Okay. Hi, Ryan and Laura. I literally can't Laura. stop. No, I said hi, Ryan and Laura. Hmm. Hi, so, Ryan and Laura. So I literally like cannot stop thinking about this in my cubicle. I'm a new listener and I'm obsessed with you both. Same. You both have made me laugh out loud in my quietest fuck office to the point where every single one of my coworkers is going, babe. I've been obsessed with Fergie singing the national anthem since this happened. It's consumed me to the point where I wake up in the morning and I hear her screaming in my ear in that jazzy, mentally unstable, piss-stained jeans voice. What are your thoughts on that whole moment? It was the craziest journey I've literally ever gone through, and I'm still going through it. Thank you so much for all of the laughs. Love you both. 
Did we talk about Fergie? We did. I don't know. We did talk about Fergie. Did we? I think we did. I feel like we maybe glazed over it quickly. I think about Fergie almost every other day. I think I about that moment and I'm just like, what in the world? It was just a very, it was like the perfect metaphor for what America is right now. Yeah. Which is a fucking hot mess. This is a needs f- shit show. <laughs> we need auto-tune desperately. Yeah. But we talked about that actually. I remember even saying that on the podcast. So moving on. <laughs> no, I just, I think it's good to bring awareness back to it because I, I'm now wanting to watch, rewatch the Fergie video. Really? Yeah. I mean, not on the air, but like yeah. just privately. I get it. All right. Well, write us emails, babepodcast at gmail.com. Donate to Patreon. Donate to the Patreon. Especially for Laura's birthday. Patreon.com slash babepodcast. And check out babepodcast.com because we're going to announce our merch. Yeah, soon. Soon. On, well, let's give a date. On oh, Monday? Well, I'll be in D.C., but yeah. Oh, okay, no, not on Monday. But I would say the following Monday. Two weeks from now? Okay, Friday. Thursday. I come back Wednesday. We're going to announce our merch this coming Friday. And the Patreon members get, the Patreon supporters get Get first first come, first serve. And we have a very limited supply. So get ready. And Patreon people are going to get the first dibs on orders. And that's just how we roll. If you snooze, you will literally lose. Well, you won't literally lose. You're not going to really lose anything. No, you'll like lose a shirt. That's like what you'll lose. And this week, this month's babe giveaway, this month's babe away is what is it? A shirt, a babe merch. Oh, right. of their choosing. Oh, chic. So you have to be a patron to be entered oh, yeah, in the giveaway. There's, there's two shirts. So we're gonna announce the babe merch on Friday, and I'm also gonna choose. We're gonna announce the winner of mid the May babe away on Friday as well. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned. Love and light. Go to babepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at babepodcast. And we'll see you later. Smooch. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.